0: to Journal with Jenny. This podcast will give you ideas to apply writing and journaling strategies that will help you focus on what matters most to you while exploring some of life's big questions. This is your host, Jennifer Traister, a mom, wife, teacher, learner, and expert in using journaling and writing that will empower you to write your best life story and live it. Enjoy a series of podcasts I've recorded for you with my friend Nicole Muller, an exceptional breathwork facilitator and guide, actress, and heart-centered woman. Here we will let you in on our conversations as both of us are growing and understanding ourselves better. These are intimate talks between Nicole and I where we make ourselves rather vulnerable, so please listen with a gentle ear and an open heart. Here's a great journaling prompt for you. As you listen, Consider times when you've taken a huge leap of faith, you've just followed your heart and went for it. How did others react? Were there major obstacles and trials to overcome even though you were following your heart and taking this leap? And in the end, was it worth it?
1: Hey, Nicole. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Yay. Good to see you. You too.
0: You too. Yeah.
1: I've been ex- so excited for this.
0: I know. I've been enjoying this, chats. and I hope our audience is as well. Let yes. us know what you think. If you have questions, again, let us know. Um, I mean, it's not like we took a class
1: on no. how to do this. Like, yeah. we're just talking from our hearts.
0: We are. Just letting people in with that feedback. Yes. Please be gentle. Yes. Love us. (laughs) No, no, no. No, we want truth above all else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Constructive feedback is always welcome. So we can grow and learn. Absolutely. In this space as well. Yeah. So we have had two um, recordings one on. making space what was it say yes to the whisper yeah yeah Yeah. say Say yes yes to to the the whisper whisper. listen um and then um honest conversations now that can be kind of hard to do yeah but once you say yes and start having those conversations sometimes like those are the biggest payoffs right like we can Mm. agree we can look back on our lives and say that huge risk I took, um, had huge payoffs, huge benefits because I was listening to myself. Um, but there's always going to be obstacles and trials and failures and
1: with that that. comes transformations,
0: right? Like, I have to say, it has just popped into my head and I have to share, but like (laughs) when I met my husband, my husband now, his name is Aaron He um, he and I met when I was back visiting my hometown for Christmas because I'd moved away to go teach somewhere else and we met and it happened that he was moving to Omaha where I was at and lived Mm -hmm. five blocks from me and we both grew up in the same town, in this little tiny town, didn't know each other because I'm older than he is um, by quite a bit, so we didn't know each other. And so people thought that was weird. And then that he moved five blocks away from me in Omaha, that was like crazy. And we just completely connected while well, he was trying to decide if he should go to med school or if he should stay back here and farm. And there's mm-hmm. you know, so he was trying to figure things out and ultimately decided he really wanted to farm. And I think when I mm-hmm. said, yes, I will move back, then it was like, okay, like I have someone to do this with, you know, so it made Mm. it a little safer for him or he felt better about the decision and not like being in this little town alone, Um, (laughs) even though our parents are here. But anyway, I had called about a job in O'Neill, and I was thinking I'd stay in Omaha another year, and then I would move back. Mm -hmm. But when I called, the superintendent was like, Oh my gosh, someone just quit, like, and it was like May. We'd already signed contracts and everything. She's like, somebody just quit, like I have this opening, you'd be perfect. And I was like, ooh, I wasn't planning on committing for like a year. I was just gonna say, like, hey, just keep me in mind, I'm going back to get my master's in English, blah blah blah. So it was like, oh my gosh, like, do I want to commit to this man, to moving back, to this new job, like all the things, but it was like I had to decide right away so I could get out of my contract and move. And anyway, so I said, yes, I followed my intuition. I wrote about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I was really in a period of time where I was really writing and listening. And, um, uh, I think that's how I found Aaron, but that's a whole nother story. But, mm. um, so I moved back and my best friend was like, what are you doing? You're not even engaged. Like you've known him for six months, not even like six months, really. So, because right. I, mean, I met him the end of December, up, right? this was like mid-May, <laughs> like, oh. I'm changing my whole life, but I never, <laughs> I just felt like it was right, like, I just felt so, like, this is where I need to be, this is what's supposed to happen, I feel like this opportunity to get an English position in a small town is difficult, mm-hmm. and to get it in O'Neill, where I want to be, Um, I was like feel like this is so aligned like I just need to listen and do this and Mm. um and then he proposed to me in July Mm. and we got married the next year and everything has turned out beautifully I mean of course there's been trials like my life is not perfect I don't want to set that perception (laughs) it is not definitely but that was a huge risk I took huge Mm. but it had one of the biggest payoffs of my life I Mm yeah so anyway that just popped into my head when we were talking about risks and all of that and saying yes like I knew I just needed to come back home like back where I grew up and yeah it just all fell into place so Mm, what a beautiful story and imagine if you didn't have
1: that outlet right? right that um Doorway into being able to communicate with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Your right. life might look very different. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it would. Yeah. yeah. We won't it's go into beautiful. that, but trust me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I wasn't well, you know, you
0: have connecting with myself, of, yeah. Now you have a box
1: of baby peacocks.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I I sent, mean, <laughs> to ref- what we're referencing, I sent so Nicole cool. a video. But my husband has all these different, he's like, uh, what do you call them? Like, we're like uh, Swiss Family Robinson. You know, like, that was his favorite movie growing up. Like, it's like Wild Kingdom here. So today, baby peach, um, he calls them pea chicks, which I was like, what is that? I mean, it's a baby peacock. And they came in a box and they're like little, little guys. And then we have them at our farm. We have a farm. So. Um, so cute. they went to the farm in there. yeah, he was so excited. He loves all he has well, emus peacocks oh, skis, I can't guineas. wait to
1: be in Nebraska. <laughs> like this city girl right here has never been close to an emu Oh or a baby peacock. yeah. I've never seen a baby peacock in real time. like come on, they melt cute. my heart. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> come into the heartlands. Oh yeah. I can't wait. uh I can't wait to just lay in the grass mm-hmm. and look out. You said something once about like, you can just see a sea of wheat or like mm-hmm. a sea of land mm-hmm. and it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And, you know, I was born and raised in the city. Like mm-hmm. you just don't see that stuff. And as right. much as I've traveled around the world and to other places, I, I, yeah, that's not
0: really something that I've experienced. Mm-hmm. And I just can't wait. I think it's, it's such beautiful. A gift. Yeah, the vastness of space out here is amazing.
1: <sighs> Even just talking about it, like, yeah. ugh, my whole system just melted a little
0: bit. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, I'm oh excited so too. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. We are you having our some... retreat
0: in Nebraska. Yes, yes. Which is so, like,
1: yeah, ugh, it's just so exciting for me. And I love that we get to honor where you're from and mm-hmm. also, you know, like support locals, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have to go all that far. They don't have to travel to France right. <laughs> to have this experience. No. But then yeah. also like be- Because of my network and the people I know, Mm -hmm. like giving people an opportunity who have never been to the heartland of our gorgeous, gorgeous country, Mm -hmm. an opportunity to connect with Mm -hmm. like the beauty and the vastness and the aliveness of the land itself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's our birthright and we very rarely see it that way or honor it in that way. So Mm -hmm. that makes
0: me really happy. Yeah, I'm super excited. I I love it here. I mean, people call us the flyover state because they're like, oh, it's just flat. (laughs) There's nothing there, you know. It's like New York, Chicago, flyover, Colorado, you know, and then they go on. And I'm like, no, it's so beautiful. Like, you don't understand how – Yeah. Just like the peace, and like I said, like just Mm -hmm. to be able to look out over the land, and the sky looks so big. Like I don't know, it's I just can't wait to share it. I think
1: this flyover state tagline is was like drummed up by the local government, probably trying to keep people the f out. Like like, (laughs)
0: let's keep don't you don't want to live here. Place a secret.
1: Yeah, it's horrible. People are happy. Stay away.
0: Don't come. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nothing is here oh, it's so good. no it's so wait. wonderful yeah I'm really yeah. lucky to be here excited for you to come me too
1: you said something that I just want to go back to because mm-hmm. I think it's important and it really landed on me it's like you know yeah you know saying yes to the whisper and showing up for yourself and all of that and like wow look at this amazing life I'm living but like it's not perfect and mm-hmm the experiences, there have been plenty of trials and tribulations and, you know, like a conversation you and I had earlier was um, about like the guilt that came up Mm -hmm. um, when you would say yes to some of these things, the guilt guilt that might come up as a mom and right. And like taking time for yourself. And I think that's really important for us to talk about too, because that's that's real talk. Like Mm -hmm. this doesn't come without challenge. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: And it might hold some people back, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes like we really do feel that guilt and everything, but sometimes we use that as an excuse too, to not, Mm -hmm. to not say yes to the whisper. But I think a lot of times like that guilt and, feeling badly about taking time for yourself comes from a deep sense of unworthiness and Mm -hmm. like, am I worth taking the time for and making myself better or a better person? Um, It's like we said before, you always come back a better human, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. um, and also just more replenished and Mm -hmm. fulfilled, but feeling worthy to do that, Um, Mm -hmm. is a whole nother (laughs) story, but, and it's not only, you know, within, but then there's the judgment outside of you that can come into play too. Like offhanded comments people make, um, you know, even when I was getting my master's in at UConn and -hmm. I had to leave and Julia was little and I would have to go out for three weeks and it was like super intense three weeks. And then I did some online during the school year, but it was, um, you know, how can you leave her? And, you know, those kinds of things, like kind of mom shaming. And, Mm -hmm. um, but in my perception, I'm like, well, I'm not driving like this. It's intense for three weeks, but then, then it's done. Like then the rest of the summer is hers, you know, nine weeks she has of me. And, but to hear that, like it, It's still, obviously, that was 20 years ago. It's still with me. Like, it still kind of is like, oh, kind of like a jab, I guess. And I still feel that a little bit. Even though I know that was the right thing to do and it made me a better um, teacher and person. That was an amazing uh, program that I went through there. But, yeah, the guilt you feel, um, the unworthiness to deep dive into yourself and and sort things out or or even just to have fun. Just or spend <laughs> like, the money. Yeah, or spend right? the money.
1: Yeah. That was always a thing for mm-hmm. me. Is like, oh I can't afford to do this. It's yeah. You know, way too much money. And you know what at the time it was legitimate. I wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't an excuse. It was actually right. legitimate. But um but the truth is that those those are outward signs of a deeper issue mm-hmm. and that's desperately trying to get your attention right mm-hmm. if you don't feel worthy of these things you can't show up for yourself right, right. And, and that will come the the that will come to the surface if mm-hmm. you've decided you're going to do something like this right mm-hmm. if you yeah and and or it won't but you'll experience it at some point in the journey because mm-hmm in order to move forward and move from that place of victimhood and you know victim consciousness mm-hmm. into a state of sovereignty and real aligned authentic empowerment self empowerment mm-hmm. you do have to come face to face with parts of yourself that you know might have been kept in the shadow a little bit right and 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 love those parts of yourself and learn from them and mm-hmm you know, that process isn't always easy, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can, it comes with its challenges, but what lies on the other side mm-hmm. is so worthwhile. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you make such huge strides, you know, when I think back to a year ago, mm-hmm. one year ago, where I was at that time, and where I am now, mm-hmm. I mean... I never would have thought that it would be possible to have expanded this much in a year's time. hmm. And yet it's happened.
0: Right. No. Yeah, because yeah. you took the time for it and made it important and I, a priority. Yeah, I did. I did. I made it the priority mm-hmm. and,
1: you know, the situation, the way everything, the way everything happened in our world last year over the course of the last year. Gave me the ability and the permission to do mm-hmm. it, um, and it all just aligned for me, so that I could listen to the whisper, yeah. and I could take heed, and I could show up. Um, right, and I'm really grateful I did. Mm-hmm. I really am. And yeah, you know, you were talking about that and like the mom shaming and the guilt that comes with, cause that guilt isn't something that like you've chosen for yourself necessarily. It's mm-hmm. conditioned. It's like what we, it's what we learn right mm-hmm. through s- societal norms and like, right. you know, the way our, our parents were or weren't, or mm-hmm. like, you know, the way that society is sort of uh, lying out an expectation for us and, do you really see moms that are praised and like considered wonderful parents on television who had careers, but who were also great moms? Mm-hmm. Like, except for like the, the, that, the one person that pops in mind is like Mrs. Huxtable.
0: Yeah. That's true. Her. Yeah, me too. Right. She
1: was like a bat. she was a doctor, wasn't she? She oh, was yeah. a psychologist I think so. or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. God, I loved her. I wanted to be her so bad. I was like, someday when I'm older, I'm gonna have a house just like that in Brooklyn. She's so great. But um, but like, aside from Mrs. Huxtable, Mm -hmm. who had it all together, like if if a mom, you know, was sort of like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, not idealized, but like if we were, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but if we were given the opportunity to see a mom in, you know, into her life and she was anything but devoted completely 100% devoted to her children, there was something off with her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that has, that holds weight and it Mm -hmm. conditions you subconsciously. And you know, we're also taught as little girls, like be nice, be considerate of others. Mm -hmm. You're not taught to respect what's going on in your vessel right you're right you're Mm -hmm. not taught that the other people around you that your opinion and your your, you know your genius is exactly that Mm -hmm. if anything we're taught you know we don't really want to hear your truth it's not a appropriate keep it together get in line be a good girl mm-hmm. oh she's so lovely you know look how she can sit at the dinner table and mm-hmm. not interject when you know yada 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 right um and that has an impact on us and the way that we move forward whether we're aware of that or not mm-hmm. yeah, you know, probably and, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the same thing you know i'm not a mom and i you know spent I don't even know how many years uh, as a performer and in the acting business and performing mm-hmm. arts industry. And, you know, they're really what I'm pointing to is like conformity, you know, mm-hmm. this sort of, yeah. I don't know, this subconscious just sort of get in line and conform. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because until I wouldn't have been able to speak to this a few years ago, because Mm -hmm. I wasn't on the other side of that journey yet. Right. That awakening and Mm -hmm. that like understanding. And so (laughs) it would be so funny to have this conversation at that time, because at that time I would have, even though I was struggling internally with this concept, I'm an artist. I'm making art. We're pushing boundaries. Mm -hmm. We're We're the ones starting the conversation, Mm -hmm. right? We're the storytellers. We're the keepers of that, of these stories. And we're pushing boundaries and really like stepping over the line of what conformity means. We Mm -hmm. don't conform. And now that I'm on the other side of this and I've made authentic, aligned choices and I began taking action from a more aligned Mm -hmm. and authentic place. Now I can look back and see how um, disjointed and disconnected Mm -hmm. some of my experience was because I was subconsciously trying to fit in and conform and I wasn't acting from an aligned place because guess what? I didn't have access to it. Mm -hmm. Didn't know. I kept looking for it outside of myself, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I went on this deep dive inward that I was able to realize and have the awareness around, you know, that reality. And once it shifted, like there's, I can't imagine going back now when I'm like, oh, I'm. Those tendencies are coming up because, hey, you know, it's like just because you come face to face with it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it goes away. It's right. still a part of your makeup. It's in mm-hmm. your subconscious. Right? right. And so now when that stuff starts to happen, I'm like, oh, I become incredibly aware, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's really empowering. And, um, yeah. And it, and I believe that's something that we all face. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. Just but wondering, like, are you being authentic to yourself, like with yourself or,
1: holding integrity
0: like there's times when I've been out of integrity with who I am you know and those are the times where I look back and I cringe and I try Mm -hmm. to like not get into that shame storm or whatever but (laughs) you know it's just stuff you learn from but like but being like and what I mean by integrity is like just staying true to myself and authentic and not trying, having to conform, or do what everyone else does, or fit in, um, those are some of the times that have been difficult to, like, stand in my own power, instead of just, like, going off and just doing everything everyone else right. is doing, because it's easier. Making yourself a little smaller. mm mm-hmm. Right. Not, yeah, and I was thinking, too, like, so many, we are very busy people, and, and some of it, we're busy by choice. Um, but it's almost like people want to be martyrs to busyness and mm-hmm. talk about how busy they are all the time. And We're conditioned to do that. We are. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when I became, like, conscious of that, like, I really try. I still, I mean, they're still like, "There, this is a crazy week, you know. Like, I have all these <laughs> things going on. Like, I, I'm not saying that. Like, But sometimes <laughs> just using that all the time to mm-hmm. keep going and not step off. And, like, be like, okay, what's true to me? You know, I was just having a conversation about not, my kids are at a science camp this week, but, like, they don't do softball, they don't do swim team, they, like, because then I'm like, then you can't go to the farm as much, we can't travel as much and do these things, like, those are, like, those are an integrity with, like, your values and, like, what you want. Mm. And when I explain that to them, then they're like, oh, yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. And I feel like if we did, then we would feel really, like, even more busy and mm. having to go, go, go. And that's when you feel out of alignment with, like, what you really want your life to look like. Mm-hmm. And if people want to play baseball and be on some team, like, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm Absolutely. not knocking that at all or saying, like, yeah, but I'm well, just saying. that might saying, be totally aligned for them. Exactly. Right? But yeah. for us, then I'm like, then we wouldn't get to do these things we love. And then we, you know, then we would feel icky and then we would be in that busy storm and Mm -hmm. of going. So I've been very careful about what I say yes to. So Mm. then the trials aren't so difficult and like being very conscious of my choices. And am I Mm. good with that? That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Living from an aligned place means living in integrity, right? Mm -hmm. And like what 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 does living in integrity look like Mm -hmm. it's like when your thoughts align with your actions Mm -hmm. right and your words align with your actions and they align with your desire Mm -hmm. right and you're not living out of integrity or out of that alignment with Mm -hmm. what you feel and know is your truth and right for you right Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's really powerful. When that happens, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. I don't know about you. It just, to me, I'm like, that feels like flow. Right. Then I feel like the universe has my back Mm -hmm. and like, it is all working out for me. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I feel like things like when you are integrity with yourself and you're really paying attention to your values, like and what you love and, and want your life to be what, like, I always say like, what do you want your life story to be? Mm -hmm. And if you're getting out of line with those things, then the trials and all those things seem to come up more. Although Mm -hmm. I have to say too, like when we first started recording this podcast, even though it feels like really good and aligned and we know we're help, we, our goal is to help people. Um, we were having some trouble with like tech stuff and I'm like (laughs) the universe, like God, whatever you call it, like it's testing us. Like it's It's seeing if we're going to persevere here and like keep trying. Are am really going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think sometimes even if it feels right and good, like there's still some of those things, like, are you sure? Like, are you really ready for this? Like, yeah. Um, Are you ready to show up for this in this way? And, So, I mean, it still happens in those little ways. And I think I used to get so much more aggravated, so much more like, oh, why is this not working? You know, like, so mad. Yeah. And I still, I'm not saying I don't get that way sometimes. Like, again, I am not a perfect person. I can't
1: picture. Well,
0: I just can't. People who (laughs) know me well, like, I'm very calm (laughs) and very collected and chill but man, if I if you push me too far, then I'm like boom. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like the lava's ah. brewing inside. Yeah, I'm just like okay, <laughs> hey, I can handle this. This is okay. Whatever, you know, but then I'm like that's it. The gloves are off. You've
1: grown your you've grown your tolerance.
0: <laughs> I have, and it's part of setting yeah. boundaries too, you know, and just be – being in integrity again with myself, like saying, no, mm-hmm. we'll not put up with this. This is where I draw the line or whatever it mm-hmm. is. So yeah. While also just being understanding like this is probably about whatever they're d- dealing with, you know, or going mm-hmm. through, but. Right.
1: That too, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it comes with a lot of um, as you do the work and as you clear the way you just actually create more space within your nervous system to be able to deal with the triggers Mm -hmm. of your life, Mm -hmm. all the things that sort of would have set you off before, right? You begin to, you have the capacity to hold it differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in addition to be able to like reframe and rework some of that stuff, Mm -hmm. you can then, you know, something that was like, you know, what's it called? I forget who says this. It's something I'm going to botch this for sure, but it's something along the lines of like, you know, Oh, you have a, you have a wound. And if somebody like, uh, brushed a feather over the wound, like you'd go right through the roof Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, it's, it hurts. It's, Mm -hmm. it's open. It's Right. right. Um, But as you begin to heal and you grow your capacity, like, you know, somebody could touch you and and it's like, oh, it's okay. It's under the surface Mm -hmm. now. It's healing. It's not so bad. It's Mm -hmm. right. You can deal with it differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I used to be a feather popper offer for sure. Feather popper (laughs) offer. I don't know. (laughs) What, what, What do you call that? I don't know. But like, for sure. Like, just yeah, just bring a feather to the party. yeah, and I'm gonna lose my shit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but now, not so much. yeah, not so yeah. much. Yeah. 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 You know, and, like, it's interesting because those things that might get in your way and, like, might trip you up and mm-hmm. might, like, be the reason not to show up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's totally legitimate. And, like, every, all your friends, right. you know, if you presented the reason to your friends, they'd say, yeah, dude, like, no way. No, you can't show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those things are put there oftentimes to... Get you to choose, mm-hmm. to really get you to choose. Mm-hmm. Like, do I choose me? Right. Mm-hmm. Or do I put it off for another year? Right. Yeah. you know and the, and we take our lives for granted because the truth is you might not be here in another year. Mm-hmm. And I don't want this to get dark and gloomy but like <laughs> this is real talk, right. you know, and as much as we like to avoid that reality, like mm-hmm. every day we're here is a gift and I plan on staying around, but actually, and guess what, you guys, none of you have any say over this either. Mm-hmm. I have no say in the matter. Right. I can choose and I can show up and and I still can't control when you know it's time Mm -hmm. for me to go yeah in that way yeah and you know so like seize the day and honor it choose Mm -hmm. you Mm
0: -hmm. choose you yeah you know I agree I think you know a lot of my reasons like for like or facilitate. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for the reason I'm I became, like came on some of these journeys into mm. my deeper understanding of myself is because I have had some of those little brushes with death. So I think that has really made me realize like how precious life is and mm. how close I came to not being here (laughs) so and that reality is like it really scares you and freaks you out and you know it happened when i was 23 and then again Mm -hmm. when i was 34 and that second time like it was my second ectopic pregnancy and it was like an emergency thing my whole abdomen was filling with blood luckily it hadn't burst it was just slowly leaking but like it was serious, and having that happen twice, I'm like, okay, what are you trying to tell me, God? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like what, what am I supposed to do here? And like, I think um, when I was younger, it really, it really hit me, and made me take risks, like going to Yukon or you know, doing all these things that I normally wouldn't have. But I think I just realized, like, I have one life here. I really want to live it well and like do my best and help others and be a good person. And then when it happened again, I was like, holy smokes, like (laughs) (laughs) getting, I get the message, like, you know, but maybe I wasn't yet. And, and again, you know, um, I think a lot of my journey, like one stems from something that happened, um, with one of my kids, but also one of my best friends um, Mm -hmm. dying from depression. And those things really facilitated then like, okay, I really have to do this work on myself and understand. And um, instead of learning more academic things, like I could have gotten another master's or a PhD Mm -hmm. or something, I was like, let's do the work on me. Like, I actually said, like, okay, if I can't, if I'm not going to do this, like, I'm going to get a PhD in, like, me. <laughs> and, in me, In understanding yes. myself. That needs
1: to be the, the ta- I mean, the uh, title yeah. of this episode. <laughs> get a PhD in get me. It. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, but it, it, that stemmed out of all these, like, terrible things, you know, that I couldn't control happening. I was upset about, but I couldn't change it. So mm. that was like my way of under, like starting to cope with some of those things is like mm. learning. Um, and then that facilitated a lot of growth. So, mm. but that came with a lot of trials and failures. And we've talked about how failures are just feedback and yes. Can we talk about that for a second, please? Yes. And we have like five minutes and then I have to pick up my kids. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect amount of time. Um, Yes.
1: Seeing failures, redefining the word failure. It is Mm -hmm. no such, there is no such thing as failure. There is only feedback. It's data. Mm -hmm. Some people may never have heard that before. And when I heard, I'm going to say it again, I think I said it in the last two episodes too. Mm -hmm. This is life altering, life changing, Mm -hmm. because when you can begin to see what you once called a failure, what felt in your body, like Mm -hmm. the end of the world destruction and could actually cause a lot of depression and a lot of inner sadness and like disconnect Mm -hmm. as data Mm -hmm. so that you can learn and grow from it.
0: Wow. Like just changes the game. It does. And, you know, as a teacher, I have students, you know, if I'm introducing something new to them, a lot of times they'll be like, this is hard. This is so Mm. hard. And I'm like, you haven't even we haven't even gotten started. (laughs) Like, I was like, no, it's not hard. You're not going to fail. You're not bad at this you just, you've never done it before.
1: You've never learned it yet. Yeah. Like
0: you haven't learned it. So it's not hard. It's not, you're going to fail. You're not bad at it. Like you just don't know. So I'm like, Mm. no, stop telling your brain that because your brain believes everything you tell it, like quit saying that. Just tell it, this is something new and I'm going to learn and my teacher's going to help me and I will break it all down for you that's why mm-hmm. I'm here. Like, right. You know, and it's like, <laughs> some of them look at me like, oh, yeah, like, I I remember even when I went, I wanted to go to school in, at UConn. But the another thing that was holding me back was that I had to take a stats class. And I mm-hmm. had in my head, I was bad at math. And that stems from a whole different story, but that was in my head and it just happened to be that I saw the professor at this conference and I was like, I'm thinking about applying, I just don't know, I have to take stats. Like, he's like, well, I teach stats. And he's like, I don't you know, it's okay if you've never taken stats before. And he's like, I'm going to teach you and if you're struggling, I'll help you. And I was just kind of like, oh. oh. Yeah, because that's what teachers are supposed to do. You know, it's like. Yes, uh. because we're so conditioned mm-hmm. to
1: believe that we're supposed to have it we're all supposed figured to know. out. Yeah. And when you're when you turn 18 and you go out into the world, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be this thriving adult you know, and I'm so glad I'm not a kid these days. Like, right. Like to, to compare myself to the freaking Kardashians, like, <laughs> holy crap. Like, d- p- thank God I was born right. than I was. Right. <laughs> like, but there's so much pressure mm-hmm. to be quote unquote, per- quote unquote perfect. And it's like, well, guess what? Even the Kardashians aren't perfect. They're plastic. Right. Right. They paid to look that way, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean. And they have and, and trials that, and failures, and yes. they share it. All. They they are the most vulnerable people, sharing it all. Like, oh my So goodness. nobody's perfect, you know. God Nobody. bless them all. Right. But like, but
1: yeah, but that's the truth. And it's like, yeah. no, we don't have to have it all figured out, and mm-hmm. no, we don't have to be perfect. We get to fail. Yeah. How many times here? Okay, audience, look this up. Ready? How many times does a baby have to fall before it learns to walk? Mm-hmm. We'll pick up that stat. Yes. <laughs> next episode. The next
0: episode. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, we learn through failure. Yeah. And so, like, embrace that. When mm-hmm. it comes, say thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you because it's there to teach you something.
0: Yeah.
1: And we're hoping all right, you all then.
0: show up with us and we'll hold you through that and – and help you and be there to facilitate and guide anyone who's interested.
1: Well, I am looking forward to the next time we get to see each other. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. And I love that we kind of dressed
0: Me too. We we are like in sync. (laughs) We are. It's we'll always like we that. live a aligned, <laughs> integral
1: life, Jen. <laughs> exactly. We'll go enjoy the All kids. Right. Okay. I'm so glad I got to see you. Good and, to see uh, you.
0: I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. I want to thank you for joining Nicole and I today on the podcast. If you're interested in coming to our retreat, please check out the show notes for the link to learn more. Now go write your day into a beautiful story. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Get in touch through my website, jennifertraester.com. Until next time, I'm Jennifer Traester. Thank you for joining me. And remember, you have the power to write your own story and live it.